0: Welcome to The Legends of Master Show, everyone. I'm your host, Tom Wheeler. And I am very excited to introduce our guest today. He is a very talented and flexible actor, contortionist, and performer. Welcome to the show, Twisty Troy James. Hello, sir. Hi there.
1: Uh, thank you, Tom. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Uh, thank you so much for taking time to do the show. I know you're a busy guy. Um, <laughs> you know, And I, I like to start the show off, just kind of like a little uh, origin story of our guest or a little background. Um, you are from Canada, correct? Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Canada. And and I'm sure people different, you know, you're a, little, a little everything here, right? You're in America's Got Talent, all these different movies, TV shows. When did you first realize you um, had this kind of gift and, and uh, especially compared to others as you were growing up?
1: Well, I was born flexible. It was something I've always had. Um, <clears throat> I actually thought everybody else was just as flexible until... Uh, the other children at school started making fun of me for it. and oh, really? I realized maybe this is not so cool. I actually was pretty embarrassed by it when I was young. So really? I, I didn't show anyone because it got me in trouble. Oh, wow. It wasn't until high school that it became cool and something I could show up as a cool party trick. But I never imagined it would take me here to acting and performing.
0: Yeah, that's unbelievable. And I'm sure you have had... Uh... Yeah, different crazy reactions throughout. I, I do want to point out, I mean, you do have a lot of uh, characters that you, you portray um, and, and on the creepy side of things and uh, no one else does it better. I mean, I'll pop some pictures in oh, right. uh, as, as we're getting started. yeah, it's, it's not, everybody's that flexible. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to adjust the car seat, man. I mean, uh, <laughs> and, but the other thing too, you, you, you do bring a creepiness to some of these characters, but the aesthetics and the beauty of some of these movements, uh, as well. What other, what kind of, um, you know, breaking into performance, what kind of performances did you start getting into, whether it's on stage or whatnot? Um, well, I've, i performed on stage. i performed at, uh, America's Got Talent as well as the Steve Harvey
1: show, but also in 2019, I dabbled in a bit of circus as well. Um, so I had a duo partner, the name was S. Odomozer. We performed in Paris, performed in China, and we made a duo contortion act that wasn't, quite as scary as some of the creatures I've played, but still had a bit of that unnatural movement that I guess is my signature.
0: Oh, amazing, amazing. And I think kind of before you really were breaking into the, the bigger time you had, uh, we're part of this, correct? Uh, yes. Canada's World uh, Wonderland. What was that like, just kind of cutting your teeth as far as getting uh, uh, performed for people in person? I mean, that's a totally different concept than on camera. If you go into just finding your voice, so to speak in that. Sure. Amazon Lens
1: is actually the very first time I performed as an entertainer in my life. I started working there during the summer as a roller coaster operator. I pushed the buttons, I made the roller coasters go. But every so often, rides go down or lines would be really long and we'd have to entertain the guests. Some people would sing songs or do trivia and I would (laughs) contort up and down (laughs) the lines to help make people think the line was not as long as it was. Really? The management saw it and they liked it so much that every october they turned the park into a haunted theme park called halloween okay. and i got to dress up and essentially have free roam of the park and terrorize as many guests as i could and i guess <laughs> that's kind of where i got the idea to be a creepy contortionist because my movements are very effective <laughs> that's scary oh i'd say running
0: away i wanted to ask you that because you had this uh speaking america's got talent uh you're on, on their amazing performance um I you know I've seen your work leading up to that, but it was amazing seeing a face two to the work. Mm-hmm. And man, I mean, yeah, look at that. When you go, like go upside down, I just wanted to personally ask you this. When you go upside down, it looks so effortless. Does your brain just kind of shift? <laughs> <laughs> or is that just from just experience with it, or is it just natural for you uh,
1: shifting upside down? No, at this point it's super natural for me. Like I'm pretty <laughs> agile. Um a lot of people don't expect me to be able to move as quickly as I do upside down because to me it's like being on two feet. <laughs> yes. so I can go up and down stairs open and close doors, jump on top of things and run really fast the uh, well, one thing I guess that would be different is when I'm upside down and let's say a director says, okay, turn to your left and I'll turn to my left but I'm upside down, so it actually means I should be going <laughs> to the right okay. that's kind of where
0: that's great that's amazing, uh, definitely everybody uh, check out some of his performances on there with AGT I uh, also, uh, not just America's got talent, but Australia's uh, got talent as well. Uh, what was that experience for you, by the way? You get on front of that big stage, the lights, millions of people watching. I mean, you just go into zone of performance, or what was that like for you? It was an amazing performance. As long as I don't think about it too
1: much, I remember the first time I did that, I was absolutely terrible, because uh, I wasn't really an entertainer. I was a quiet person who worked in Human Resources who might show a couple of coworkers. but this was a full theater of a bunch of people. It was a live performance. Um, but I kind of fed off the reaction of the crowd. Yeah, they were pretty into it, which got me into it. And hearing them scream and laugh and clap, it was it was exciting it, was, it
0: made it easier. for them. Amazing, amazing! I want to ask you too. You know, you know, get people to know even more about you because uh, you obviously have been doing this performance art. Uh, you know, TV, movies, on stage. Uh, what are some of your biggest inspirations in the field of entertainment and just in general performance?
1: Huh. Uh, I guess in terms of the creature acting, I was lucky yeah. early on in my career, I got to meet Doug Jones, who is to me, one oh, of man. the biggest. Oh nineties. my goodness. And he's so nice in real, in real life. So I think, yeah, early on, um, we that was at the After Party of the Strain. Uh Guillermo del Toro was producing. Oh, yeah. And they're great friends. And I think I met Doug again the, the year after at Palooza. He goes to all the conventions. And it was my first time there. Um, and he had said that people were forwarding my AGT video to him all the time saying, have you seen this guy? Look at him. <laughs> said, He's like you. And so we joke about working together one day. We, we keep coming really close to working with each other. I was oh, on the man. same call sheet as him for Star Trek. But our schedules just keep oh, crossed the- it.
0: That would be amazing. Yeah, he. Yeah, again, another legend right there. Um. Man, that's so amazing. Um. Are there... I mean, this might be a silly question for you, but, you know, on the outside looking at this, is like I I do do certain exercises or technique training to stay like this or uh, stay uh, ready for your next gig, so to speak, or is this natural? It is
1: natural. I really should prepare and train and be disciplined like that, but I'm also so lazy, so I'll be good for a while. Like, I don't need to – like, I can wake up and just – do anything as I please. Wow. Um, everything bends whenever I want it wow. to. But I'm aware that I'm growing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get old one day, and maybe I won't be able to do it. And maybe for longevity, I should be stretching and exercising as much because we only get one body, right? But right. Then I travel and I go to Italy and I just eat everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fun yeah.
1: Of the fun of to travel everywhere is getting to try new food and
0: that that's 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 so interesting though that's uh, thanks thanks for your show i was going to shamelessly ask you to show a little something and you more than obliged um well that kind of uh, went into this as well uh a phenomenal tv series flash um and you got to portray ragdoll and you know i have so many you know questions regarding that but what better of a character i mean to for you to portray than that guy and and bringing that in and and, and Go into a little of your experience filming uh, the episodes, but could you also go into like, just the aspect of storytelling with your movement? Because uh, I'm sure the director and the script warrant some sort of thing to be done on screen, but you are bringing so much to the table. Could you go into your side of that with the storytelling with your movement?
1: All right, well, first of all, the Flash family is amazing. They got there, they're all so nice, they're all so funny. Uh, Grant and Candice and <laughs> the yeah. director's the mayor like clearly they're a family, they've been doing this. Oh Tom, they've been doing this for ages, right? So yeah. they're, they're they're pros at this. And I remember thinking, oh, how can I just kind of appear on this show? Like this is a really big show. I didn't realize how yeah. amazing the fans were until I got on and my social media just exploded. But um wow. in terms of portraying Randall. Um it's curious because he, he wears a mask. Yeah. He his mouth doesn't move, so he doesn't have access to the same options as other people do, to emote. It's just the yeah. voice and it's just a flat mask and face. So it's a lot of body language. It has to show whether he's happy or sad or angry. You can't do it just by looking at his face. Everything has to come from the way I move and the way I interact with the other characters. And it's interesting. I think I think I'm doing alright with it. I think I can Oh man really portray yeah. a character without speaking as much. Dog does happen to speak, but not too much. Um, but he and a few other characters I've played have been entirely silent,
0: and it's right. a fun challenge being able to portray a character without speaking at all. That's amazing. Is that something you want to do more like in the future, just uh, bringing uh, your your voice more into the characters with the, the physical performance aspect like this character? Um,
1: I think it's a logical progression of things. I think yeah. I got to dabble my feet into creature acting, but I think it'd be really neat if I could go from a regular actor who transforms into a creature for instance yeah so yeah I'm, up, I'm open to it even though i hate the sound of my voice on oh come on
0: i know it's tough i have to edit the show all the time like okay pass me next guy i <laughs> uh, can't he can't help it um yeah. but speaking of uh you know creature acting everything this movie is one of my it's a classic for me as soon as it came out um and the jangley man i mean oh my goodness um and if i'm correct you know, I mean, look at that—such a such a creepy performance with this guy. Now, there was some CGI at the face, but everything else—that that was you, right? The movement, yeah. The movement was was me.
1: Uh, I remember crawling on the jail cell bars. I yeah, half blinded one eye, and we had two separate masks actually. We had an upside up mask and an upside down mask. So when I yeah. flipped over, it the had it was just a, a different look. But the upside down mask um wasn't meant to be used as much and so it was oh. I was blind essentially in my eye it was really dark so it was really <laughs> difficult to move around and climb on those bars and be on the car
0: it was a lot of fun but oh what a workout i felt it at the end of every night oh man that's so wild and did you you know growing up did you get into oh, those stores sure. did I you have some like favorites that you would uh, love to see come the if they if they do a sequel, which they definitely left it open for that. I believe they are making a sequel.
1: Uh, we'll yeah. have to see where that goes. But I remember yeah. the book was always taken out in the library. It was one of the one of the popular ones, the favorite books as a kid. Oh yeah, and it was always dog-eared because it was like a rite of passage. Everybody had to read, and it was the illustrations. They terrified us as kids. They oh, were yeah. just yeah. oh. oh. I can remember the, <laughs> band, the the dream. I'm really glad they put the pale lady in there because that one was that yeah one got under my skin as a kid. <laughs> yeah, and a whole bunch of them. I think the jangly man story actually was a mishmash of a few. There was, I believe um, I believe that. Yeah, right. Yeah, there was who do you come for where the head comes down the chimney, but there was also the skeleton that kind of gets up and starts dancing. So I'm pretty sure it was a mix of a few of the stories and scary stories to tell them. Down.
0: It's interesting, and the other thing I love about you know interviewing uh, amazing people like yourself is you know seeing the, the the journey so to speak. I mean, you go from like being kind of made fun of this stuff and told not to do it, and like almost like shy away from it. So mm-hmm. it's a career. Um, you know, it's not like people go to college for this. This is a, a natural gift you had, and, and you you, uh, you lean into it. What was that transition for like for you? Like, and when? At what stage of your career did that go from like? okay, this is kind of a party trick to like, hey, wow, I have something I can really work with here. It's funny, because I remember in my high school yearbook,
1: my friends wrote, go to circus school, it's your destiny. And I remember <laughs> laughing, thinking, of course, I'm going to run away and join the circus. Yeah, I know. But um, no, I went the proper route. I you that know, my family was saying, you have to go get an education, and be yeah. an the next member of society. So I went, I studied chemistry. I ended up working in oh, the hospital wow. for a bit, and then I ended up, I changed careers, I went into HR. And I thought, okay, now I've made it. Now I'm an adult. I'm in the yeah. office. This is what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. And I remember at work, because um, people at work knew it was flexible. Every work event, maybe I'd have a glass of wine or two and show everyone when I could do the splits. Oh,
0: okay. But
1: um, <laughs> one of my friends said, show me what you can do. And he took a 30 second video of me just foiling around on the office floor and oh. he posted it. And that video went viral. And before oh. I knew it, people started calling me. And saying, Amazing! Is, is this you? You're on like the front page of Reddit. You're on Twitter. You're on. And I was not on any social media because I was really boring back then. Yeah, yeah. regular boring <laughs> HR guy. And um, that's when people started calling, and saying, "Hey, do you want to fly out to New York and be a part of our show? Do wow, you be on the TV yes. show." And I, at first, I thought, "Oh, there's well, there's no way I could do that. Like, unless we shoot after five o'clock, or maybe on the right. weekend. <laughs> yeah, or, like, I'll take some vacation days." And that's what I did at first, I, I booked on vacation, I got to do a oh, cool TV show, I got to be on the strain. Yeah. And then, But you really can't, like it, it kept going. I thought, okay, 15 minutes of pain. No, then Japan started calling and you can't just go to Japan for a yeah. weekend. Yeah, that's true. Not quite. <laughs> so I remember, I think I was the last person at work to know that I was going to be leaving. All my friends said, when are you moving to LA? When are you going to Hollywood? So it's like obvious to them, right? Obvious, right? And I said, no, I I got my degree for this. This is what I have to do. And I told myself, okay, I'll give myself a year. Okay. I will try for a year. And if I'm working at Starbucks, I'm a washed-out actor by then. I'll just come back to the office and get another office job. Yeah. But it just kept going. And here I
0: am. That's amazing. And that's an amazing takeaway, you know, because another reason why I like love doing this show is uh, the ins- inspirational part of this, especially in these crazy times. Boy, do we need it. And you have an, an inspiring story, man. I mean, you know, just what you said right there. And what is this? Do you get that quite a bit? Like, uh, or even like some tips or advice you have people maybe on the, the verge of, like, I'm not sure. Maybe I should do that office job. I got the skill <laughs> that everybody else says I, that's great. Um, you know, any advice for that? Or is um, it matter just seeing it through?
1: I guess I would say, like, I was always, I was embarrassed by talent when I was young, but it's something that I've always really liked to do. So you never know who's watching, and if there's something you're passionate about, it doesn't mean you have to quit your job and, like, run right, right. the circus yeah. like I did. Right. But um, I think we should always just do, do what we like, because there are, there are so many different people out there who have so many different interests that you'll find someone, you'll find your crowd, you'll find your crew, Yeah, they'll accept you for it, for who you are and what you like. And you'll find people with similar interests. So don't be afraid to uh, pursue
0: your own talents and hobbies and interests. Amazing. That's an amazing takeaway. I love that. Uh, And one of your first uh, feature films, and we actually had (laughs) the the writer-director Stephen Kostansky on the show for The Void. And, you know, I got – I'll just pop a couple of things in here. There we go. I mean, here we (laughs) go. Off to a great start, right? Yeah, Um, that was my very, very first film. What was that like for you? Oh my goodness. Well,
1: we got to fly the Ste. Marine in Canada to do that. And it, it was it kind of came out of nowhere. I was interning at the time. I wasn't even a full-fledged HR guy yet. Um, oh. But I remember he, he asked if I could come out, and he saw what I could do. And it was, to me, I thought, OK, that was a cool thing. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't watch much horror back then. I was a regular vanilla oh. guy. So to be a part of the horror movie, I thought, well, okay. I I I remember being traumatized by Candyman as a kid, so I was very much oh, yeah no no horror for me. Um, but oh, they were so nice, and I got to see what it was like to actually make a film. And when they are on the other side of it, it's not as it's not so creepy, it's not so scary. I remember a few people on the set were actually afraid of me. Funny story about that picture I sh- uh, you just showed. Um, yeah. We had, we had film, finished our scene and I was just kind of relaxed in that contorted pose because it's really yeah. comfortable for me. Yeah. Like, just like that. That's there's really a bunch comfortable of around me. And I wow. think someone, two people came up and started talking, I guess, about the next scene, about the next shoot. And I just kind of chilled out listening to them. And after about two minutes, I turned my head to see who was talking. And the guy freaked out because he thought it was <laughs> a mannequin or a doll or like a frog. Oh, and it turned out I was just a living person who was just oh, contorted man. on the floor like that. He almost jumped out of his skin.
0: Oh man, that's awesome! Yeah, and totally relaxed for you, right? For uh, sure. wow, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, all, all, sor- all sorts of amazing, uh, different avenues you've gone. Like you, you mentioned a minute ago, uh, with the strain, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know, what was it like too? Because that was a, a, a one of my all time favorites, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Um, you know, that was like the original, like three book series, and it sort of turned into this thing. Did you get to work with him? Uh, on set at all, or, or did you get to um, deal with him? At
1: all? I think he was more by that season, but that was the final season. I think he was very much producing, so I well, didn't get okay. to see him very much. It was more as a director, of J. Miles Dale and yeah. the other actors I got to see. That was when it got real for me because I was still working my day job, and that's when things clashed. I had oh, um, okay, you're gonna laugh at this story. Go for it. Um, but I had booked the day, booked two days off because they said it was these days. But as you know in entertainment, things change all the time. And I oh, didn't yeah. have an agent. I didn't have. I wasn't. I didn't get out to the show the proper route. It was because of I did The Void, and I think some of the prosthetics team on the on The Void oh. were on the strain. They said, Hey, I know a guy. Get this guy to be your mom, girl. He's really good at movement.
0: Wow. So they called me.
1: But I guess at some point the things had changed, and because I didn't have an agent or they didn't, I, guess, I don't know if they had my phone number at the time. Maybe they did. But the channels got, the wires got mixed. I wasn't there with the to church. And so at two o'clock in the morning, I got a phone call saying, Troy, where are you? And you were supposed to be here an hour ago. Oh, wow. You, you need to be, so it's our first episode. You're a new monster. And apparently prosthetics <laughs> takes hours to put on. I'd never been in prosthetics before. Yeah. Um, I thought I made a mistake, and I flew downtown. I flew to set, and they're on the phone for the entire time saying, where are you now? Are you here now? I didn't realize. But when you're late, that's like makeup chair, it like it people that's are having money feel. trying to get you. You're supposed wow. you can't be late. That's the worst thing you could be on the on a film and T V set. We didn't even have to have special effects on him because this was the actor. He was so good at this kind of movement, so yeah, watch out for him. Wow. But so I finally get there and they grab my phone, they're like, just get on set, we're gonna get we're gonna go. But now, go back to my day job, I didn't tell anybody that I wasn't going to be there that day. And I had actually, I was working human resources for the police, so... Oh, wow, you, yeah. You, you can't just not show up when the police no. <laughs> when you're in oh. for the police. And oh, wow. um, long story short, they put up the missing persons report for me. <laughs> and they what? were calling, they were oh, calling man. everyone to figure out what had happened, because I was never late. Really, I never missed work.
0: Yeah. And, um,
1: oh. Yeah, it was the whole bunch of mishaps happened ended up in... <laughs> the missing persons report. So at one point we were all eating lunch. Production came up to me and said, "Troy, this is a joke. We have a staff sergeant on the phone. Something like really? missing persons report. What's going on?" Uh, and yeah. Wow. That's, <laughs> that was that's the deep crazy. Yeah, for my, uh, my day job. When I realized, I think I might be doing this movie thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'd say. Wow. I mean, it's like scarily hilarious. There's another. Uh, uh, we had uh, one of the uh, makeup artists on the show. Um, and that is this TV show right here, Um, and specifically season four, which Pratzel Jack stole my heart for this season. (laughs) Uh, He was like, yeah, eerily creepy, but there's... I like him. (laughs) You you (laughs) love the guy, and there's a a lot of heart uh, to this uh, particular season through you and him. What what was it like uh, getting involved in this production? Oh, my. I remember being nervous because... um, the producer,
1: uh, Evan Katz, gave me almost too much free reign over the character. I was very much used to The Office, where it was like, okay boss, tell me what my job is and how to do it, and I'm gonna do yeah. it the way you say it. And he said, no, what would you do? What would Pretzel Jack do in this situation? Um, do a cool little funky dance to get from point A to point B. Yeah. And that yeah. was way too much freedom for me. <laughs> I needed that. I, <laughs> okay. so I was still very much new to this whole acting thing. But uh, no, he did, he put faith in me and I think, uh, I think we both end the like, we got Pretzel Jack and yeah, he's just, he's such a guy. He's one of my, one of my more favorite characters to play because he's not for the he's not now evil, he's trying his yes. best. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've had some friends who say like, you know, I'm afraid of clowns, but Pretzel Jack is the exception. He yep.
0: <laughs> He's just so lovable. Yeah. <laughs> And you've also had, um, you know, some of these characters you portrayed. There's like, you know, people, uh, uh, toys of them or, or, or pop toys and, and uh, mm-hmm. things like. What is what is that like for you having? Wow, I have that my side of Funko
1: Pop it. as Jangly Man. Yeah. Had my a fan make a custom ragdoll Funko Pop from The Flash. Amazing. Right. Another friend of the monster Maiden on Instagram. She's made little like custom pops of all of my characters, like Baba Yaga from Hellboy. and Yeah. Castle Jack as well as Draggly Man, too. So it's kind of neat being immortalized, kind of? Yeah, in the, in the, in the basically, event. yeah. Uh, an action figure, a Funko pop punk. that's pretty neat.
0: And that's an amazing segue, because I can't have you on the show and not talk about Hellboy. <laughs> I mean, it's one of my all-time favorite uh, comics, and in particular, Baba Yaga. Baba <laughs> <Yeah, that laughs> was hey, so cool. Such an eeriness to it, and uh, the question I want to have here, too, because, like, honestly, I fanboy out when I'm like, that's Twisty Troy. You could just tell oh, without looking like that's You have your own way of emoting it, it with through your movement. Uh, what was it like bringing Baba Yaga to life? Because it was pretty uh, eerie. Baba Yaga,
1: was awesome. so I remember that was my first project with a bunch of dialogue and I wasn't used to doing dialogue. And I remember I was on the plane, I was memorizing everything. And I was like, OK, I'm set. I'm good. And we shot this in Bulgaria. And once I got there, they added a whole They changed everything. They changed all the dialogue. Oh no! The whole new page, like a lot of it at first was like big paragraphs, but off off screen, so I could speak and be okay. But a lot of it, they changed everything. So I got there and they said, you know, this isn't quite fair because I know we changed everything. We have a voice coach who's going to speak and you're going to be acting with physical movements. Okay. Um, But then we did it enough times where they said, well, I think I think you could do this, and I think I I said I think I could do it too, and I memorized the lines and everything. You see, there I was speaking. They did dump me over at the end because Baba Yaga's a Russian witch. She's a right, but um, you can tell it was a lot easier to just be Baba Yaga itself, and that's when I kind of thought, okay, I think I can do this acting thing. I can speak. I can move. I can do this. Baba Yaga was so creepy. She is so. She's evil. She's mean. She has a bit of a romance as Hellboy. If you read the comics, you know, that she's like... Yeah. We love having relationship here. I will be shot with her eye, but she still likes him. And he betrays that trust. And you see the rage of a woman's woman yeah.
0: Oh, And then some. <laughs> it, was, it was such an amazing performance. And, uh, you know, that's an amazing thing, too, is, you know, like I said, I love seeing that journey through each uh, uh, performer. And, um, you know, you had also been a part of this, which uh, won a bunch of awards and as a short film uh, and looked twice. Um, you know, what is that? You know, and I always like to talk on the show about the power of short film and things like that. Um, are there any, um, you know, like future projects you're wanting to be a part of or do or something maybe you haven't done, you'd love to do.
1: Hmm. Um, the hard hitting
0: questions now. Eh?
1: <laughs> I've always like, like I, my, big dream and who knows if it's going to happen or not but to enter like I've I've gone to DC but I want to enter the Marvel universe I would love to be a mutant of some sort or some sort of oh uh, that'd be awesome I've always been partial to Nightcrawler uh yeah teleport he's pretty uh, he's pretty acrobatic Uh, maybe maybe who knows but but I don't speak German so
0: (laughs) (laughs) you see you need a little accent that's all right you'd be Uh, you'd be fine uh, an accent coach maybe there you go Uh, I, I'd vote for it. That'd be amazing. And who knows? I mean, they're, you know, the, they're uh, there. <laughs> that's, that's who knows? Uh, the sky's the limit. Cause uh, yeah, Disney and Marvel, uh, Cement Universe do have the X-Men back in there. So we all, we'll hope for that. You know, do you have any tips and tricks as doing a lot of creatures? You have to sit through this process quite a bit, uh, makeup and all that and masks and prosthetics. Do you have to go like Zen mode or what, what do you do? Um, well, luckily for me,
1: I like the process. I love contacts. I love teeth. I love talons, fangs, wings, you name it. But I know there are a lot of people who get claustrophobic. If that's the case, this might not be for you because it's pretty claustrophobic getting covered in goo to get a face cast done or to have a full mask. Um, You got to sit for hours. You got to be patient enough to sit without moving for up to three or four hours at a time while they stick everything to you and glue it all down. It takes quite a while. And then even taking it off takes a long time too. So uh, that's kind of, if you're looking to get into this sort of thing, be comfortable with people touching your face and yeah. wearing contact lenses and wearing claustrophobic masks because it's all par for the course. And being uncomfortable because
0: imagine wearing a full suit and then having to drink smoothies all day because
1: you right. can't use the
0: washroom. Yeah. You know, and that's another amazing factor. Like, once you see yourself full, you know, context, Make does that help you bring, like, right away, do you just start playing with the toys, so to speak?
1: Being really helps. You're like, ah, okay, now now I'm a creature. Now I'm a monster. It's a lot easier to be that character on camera than to be myself and have to see myself as, like, I remember when I watched America's Got Talent and
0: other shows where I'm a human, uh, I prefer being a monster. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. 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 brings brings that uh, so much to, uh, more flavor to the table. I do want to bring this, this part up uh, as we're kind of coming closing is because this is a newer release. And right away it was like, boom, I had to immediately watch this very, very well done. Uh, another amazing performances throughout. And right away I'm like, it's switchy Troy again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, he's everywhere. Um, and I love it. So uh, yeah. What was that? Like, especially, you know, I mentioned, you know, going through, uh, you know, COVID, when it was at its like, worst? Like, was
1: this film before that? It was filmed just before, because I remember we filmed it in New York. Uh, okay. William Bell called me up, and he's like, hey, I'd love to have you for this, and I think that scene in particular was with Rupert uh, Friend, and I remember he was even like, what What am I watching? How are you moving like that? What is going on here? Yeah. I love um, showing it for the first time, because people who don't expect it and who don't know almost don't even know how to react like yeah. do i want to run but it's also kind of cool but yeah. but don't get too close <laughs> yeah that's, that's, like, that's really cool and i'm loving this or stay away from me i need to not be here like get the raid kill it kill yeah. it yeah. nothing in yeah. between
0: and that I, I did want to ask you that too like uh you know you t- you said a couple here but was, is there any like one at one or two that like really sticks out your head of like a prank you pulled on anybody with this that really just made them like? <laughs> uh,
1: it goes back to my Wonderland years. I oh, okay. made someone pee their pants and I felt <laughs> so bad, so bad <laughs> oh, no. because they had just got to the park and I didn't mean to. And then what are they going to do? Like, I mean, She she jumped, she screamed, and then she looked down and then she just got really sad because now she has to go and change and she just got to the park. I felt so bad that I made her pee her pants <laughs> or I made people wipe oh, out, no. they trip out and fall. And then I have to ask her well, are you okay? Because that looked pretty bad. You just wiped out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's pretty crazy. I could only imagine if I saw that in per- person and you know, you're not expecting that. It hits you. That's a lot to take in at once. <laughs> <laughs> um now again, real quick, you, you portrayed a bunch of amazing characters. Do you have like a top one or two performances for you or, or whether it's experience or the character itself that really just sticks out as like one of your, your favorite performances so far?
1: Um, tied, like I like them all for different reasons. Like, yeah. Drangly
0: Man was super physical.
1: That was a lot of crawling and flipping, and it was just a lot of fun to do. Pretzel Jack is a character I just relate to him the most. <laughs> He's awkward. Yeah. And nerdy like me. He's trying his best, but sometimes he just gets it wrong. Uh, Baba Yaga, the prosthetics for that. Uh, Joel Arlo was the guy who designed it and it like, He does amazing work, and I love... Unbelievable. I love the Baba Yaga prosthetic. It was just so wonderful and cool to wear uh as a character i think she was just the uh, awesome and then there's yeah. ragdoll who it, like it's a simple mask and suit but yeah <laughs> he's like that was my first time playing um i guess a supervillain, so to speak so yeah that also has a special part in my heart as a uh, guy with superpowers who's just awful and wants to cause as much yeah. pain and grief as possible so oh, but now trying to trying to choose oh it's really tough mm. Okay, my
0: top three. Baba Yuka, yeah. Ragdoll, and Pretzel Jack. Love that. Great, Good choices, I'd say. <laughs> um, and and also, you know, dealing with the, this part of the segment is more like futures, like future goals, things like that. We talked a bit about that already. We also have some future releases coming up. Malibu Horror Story. Nice. Um, and you also have the Wendigo. That uh, was
1: a really cool costume. I wish – I can't wait to share that because in terms of costuming, that was by far – them. Wow! It was like I had sticks coming out of my back. I had a huge, like huge horns. Anytime I have horns and talents and claws, like I'm in heaven. But <laughs> yeah. I can't show anyone yet until it comes out. Oh um, man! The character creation for that was really, really cool.
0: Amazing! Really, really looking forward to your future work. Uh, I want to pop this in for everybody. Uh, you can go, uh, Troy James, all his social media here. Um, definitely go check out his work. Uh, it is super, super entertaining. Um, also, you can check out some of his AGT performances. Also amazing, Troy. Thank you so much for taking time to do the show. It's absolute pleasure talking with you. Of course, thank you so much for doing all this. Had a really great time. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you all enjoyed the show. For more great interviews and content, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Legends and Master Show. Also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Be sure to go to our website, www.legendsandmastershow.com, and join our email list for all upcoming shows events, and articles. See you on the next one.